Hey podcast friends, Eddie here. I want to invite you to Hawaii to join us for a Faith and Friends event. This will take place May 3rd to the 12th. We simply want to create a space where we can go beyond Zoom calls or FaceTime and actually do life together as friends in real life. And we'll get to pray together, sing together, worship together, and who knows, maybe even getting a little bit annoyed together. <laughs> actually, that last one is a guarantee because if you decide to join us for Faith and Friends, not only are you going to get to meet Jayla and I, but also my boys, Micah and Luca, and I know, I know, kids aren't for everyone, but let me tell you, these dudes are amazing. Anyway, for the past year, my family and I have had the privilege to open our home to so many people from all over the world and introduce them not only to the beauty of Hawaii, but to the beauty of good gospel. So during our time together, we'll spend time paddleboarding together, hiking, hanging out at the beach, and even playing board games. So as you can tell, the whole reason we're hosting this event is to be together, to experience life with the people you might see or hear about on the internet, but in real life. So come, build your faith, explore paradise, and gain a new perspective on all that Jesus has done for you. Register at lovereality.org events. That's lovereality.org events. Right? Yeah. So, I have no clue. <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 Don't go anywhere. We're going to do a tape three. No, no, we're not. Here, okay. Here it is. Help me. Welcome back to The Move, where we are vibing with the book 10 minutes at a time. The next 10 minutes are on Romans chapter 11, verses 11, 24. Before we begin, hey. Nice shirt. Thank you. Thank you. I sent you a e uh, text message this morning and told you not to wear black. Yeah, that was probably a good thing. We've been matching the last couple of episodes, but yeah. uh, let's not do that. No more. <laughs> All right. With that said, the question for you is, have you read it? Because if you haven't, you're going to need to. Yeah. So we'll wait for you right here as you go read it. Ready? Go. And welcome back. 10 minutes on the clock, starting in three, two, one. So to be 100% transparent, this is our second take on this passage, precisely because our first take was like, wait, hold on. Yeah, we, we went to a verse where we're like, let's go here. And they were both like, wait, why do we come here? Yeah. What are we trying to do here? Yeah. The verse that we're in question was verse 16, talking about dough and first fruits mm -hmm. and lumps and roots and mm -hmm. all these different kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And so let's kind of frame it mm -hmm. to help us get to why is, why is this analogy coming in? You Justin, are you going to frame? We're going to frame it. Justin, we're please frame. <laughs> we had a comment on one of our previous episodes. That. That Jonathan missed his, his calling as a framer. Yeah, somebody else said, we're going to call Jonathan Mr. Framer. <laughs> so whoever that was, shout out. I'm shout just out. Mr. Framer. Um, so the idea here that we get the sense is that there's this kind of us versus them mentality, yeah. Gentiles versus Jews. Which one is God favoring? Clearly, he favored. Clearly, he favored the Jews at the beginning. It clearly. seems right. There's the air quote thing yeah. for those of you guys listening and not watching. Yeah. Uh, then it seems like the Gentiles now have favor because they're the ones that are accepting Christ. And now that they have favor, does that then mean that the first group, the Jews, are they completely cut off? Have they fallen? Have they stumbled into a fall that can't be re? Uh, you can't re. Turn from right, and that's the language of verse eleven. By no means, uh, there there still is hope. So just because they stumbled, doesn't mean that they're cast off. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. And so uh, we see here, there's the, there's this idea trading that hey, if God is able to bring glory from when they fall, yeah, from when they reject that yeah. God is good, 
people are, are able to experience salvation, how much more of a blessing would it be for them to turn and to come back? Now, that, that's interesting because it upsets what I expect, right? How so? Because, okay, if there's $100, right, and you have $80 and I have 20 if you fall away from the $80 and then the $80 gets redistributed to me and now I have 100 I can't I, just come back and get 80 bucks from nothing. Well, yeah, I don't want to re-include you. Like, if you come back, <laughs> ah. I'm going to have to give you some of that money. So how is it that their inclusion actually means a good thing for me? Hmm. Right? Yeah. So I have no clue. <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 don't go anywhere. We're going to do a take three. No, no, we're not. Okay. Here it is. Help me. Here it is. It's that we're thinking in finite resources. Yeah. We think that the $100 actually. That there's a limit. That there's a limit. Okay. Right? And there isn't a limit. So there's no limit to God's goodness. God doesn't have a limit of resourcing. It's not as though God is limited to only selecting one of the two people groups. Exactly. Okay. This is kind of like the mistake that the Israelites made thinking that, oh, no, it's just us and not y'all. Mm. And God's saying, no, 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 no. I actually selected and gave the oracles and the covenants to y'all so that you could freely give them to the rest of the world. Remember when we talked about this, that what we are given, we are intended to give to others back at the beginning romans 2 or 3 right right now when you receive the gift it's meant to be giving and you're hoarding it for yourself you're actually robbing god Mm -hmm. so that the israelites to some degree hoarded it for themselves but in hoarding it they missed the whole point which was jesus Mm because they thought to some degree they were the point but that's not the point so that when they come back in we see them not through finite resources because the gospel is within within us. We now see them through, yes, come back, come back, come in. And as you come in, there is a great blessing for us Gentiles because you, the Jews who have the covenants, will give us an expression of the majesty and the character of God that we ourselves weren't privy to because we're not Jews by nature, but Mm. God has included us and revealed things to us. And we know, we know that if you come in, you're gonna reveal to us even more and it's just gonna be awesome. It's like me trying to understand Dominican culture. I could read about it in a book. You could. I I could learn about it, go uh, to a museum, but I'm not Dominican. So I can't actually understand the nuances and the beauty of just subtle things that I I would just, it would completely go over my head. And in the same sense, the Gentiles, yes, they've accepted the fullness of this message, but they might not be able to understand the subtleties and the beauty of all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you actually, so for this example, if you were included into Dominican culture and you began to experience it and you were accepted into it, but you, of course, you weren't natural to it. If I come in and I'm emerging my culture and now I begin to teach you and tell you about what it means to be Dominican, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you're getting poured into even more of that which you already are. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? So that in this way that we as Gentiles, we're grafted in. Yeah. We come from a wild olive shoot. That's what he talks about towards the, the last part of this yeah. passage. Yeah. And we're grafted in. How great will it be for us? to have a greater revelation of what our inheritance is as we're taught by a natural member, Mm. right? Because that natural member is teaching us 
what we've been included in. It's not the natural member saying, so, hey, since you're new around here, here are the rules. This is how you have to behave because you need to watch out because we're the ones that are. No, no, no. It's, man, so happy you're here. Check it out. Check it out. Look how much is for you. This is yours. This is Paul's point in several places. He does it in Ephesians when he talks about this is the mystery that was hidden, that the Gentiles are co-participants, co-heirs in the promise of Abraham, right? Mm -hmm. So that them being returned is a blessing for us. Yeah. Uh, Later in this passage, he talks about uh, supporting the root or the root that supports you. We were talking about this in our first take when we mm-hmm. failed, which we almost failed the second no one. No failure, no failure. <laughs> Just opportunities for growth, baby. That's right. Opportunities for growth. The the common understanding that the root back in uh, those days was was what? So the root was something, a part of their heritage that mattered a lot to them. Yeah. As I understand it, this idea of the root, I think there's been a an error at times where people believe that the roots are the nation itself the jewishness embodied in its customs and its cultures we see this kind of manifesting itself in certain senses where um gentile converts to christianity were urged to become jews Mm -hmm. in the snip snip parts and in the ritual parts and there's a certain sense that well we're grafted in therefore that means we got to be like you yeah and yet in the passage the jews are not the roots they are natural branches. So Jewishness, while there's a lot of value in it, mm-hmm. it that is not the core of it. Mm-hmm. That's not the essence of it. It's mm-hmm. not as though that every believer in Christ then must become mm-hmm. a Jew to be that. I would argue that the roots are the promises given by God to his faithful believers. So that you see Abraham is the first one who believes and is counted to him as righteous. But that exchange that reality of Abraham being a believer in the promise. This is the root, not because it's localized in Abraham's body via the snip snip, but it's localized in Abraham as a faithful recipient. This is why back in Romans chapter four, Abraham is the father of the circumcised and uncircumcised Mm. because he's the father of both through faith. Yeah, this is the root. And in Galatians, Paul, again, Galatians, I think, 323, that we're just a little bit before that we are held captive to the law as a schoolmaster until faith himself came. Hmm. Right. Jesus, the author and perfecter of the faith so that the root is the faith, the promise that is the very person of Jesus. It is the thing that we participate in by faith. It's the person we participate and live through by faith. That's the root. And so so the good news is that the, the Gentiles, you and I, have been grafted into the root, the root being Jesus. But even though there's uh, the reality of these other branches, the Jewish uh, nation being chopped off, it's not as though that they've been chopped off and cast into the fire to be no. forsaken. That's the, the beginning of this passage. Yeah. He's saying, no, no, even the original branches can be regrafted back into yeah. the root. And, and we're actually grafted into the tree, right? Because mm-hmm. from the root grows the tree. And the tree is the tree of righteousness. All that which God is accomplishing through Messiah. All that he's accomplishing through the child of promise. This is why he is the seed. A seed that grows up into this righteous tree. And from that tree, there are branches, right? Mm-hmm. The nation was a branch. We're a wild branch that's grafted into the tree, right? Mm-hmm. That's being upheld by this root. So that we participate in all the benefits 
that emerge from that root system that grow up into the righteousness that is this tree that has these great branches that then become the healing of the nations. If you catch what I'm laying down. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a great thing. And I'm looking forward to the day where the natural branches are back in because I want to hear more, experience it more, know more, and just dive deeper into the reality of what it means to have this inheritance. Yeah. So. Definitely. Well, there you go. We'll give you three extra seconds for your day. Well, for those three extra seconds, I want to point something out to our viewers. I want you to see that even in that moment when Justin's like, oh, man, you know, let's think about this, that we come to this to explore the text authentically and honestly. Just so you see that our exercise here is not something that we've pre-rehearsed, but it's just two guys that love the book, that love exploring it together and we're just diving in, and we so appreciate you diving in with us. But I wanted to point out that that moment right there is a moment of honesty, authenticity, and vulnerability, and that is the very thing that we're doing, just moving and vibing in the book. So we appreciate y'all journeying with us, and uh, I would think that's an actual cool moment for y'all to see. There you guys go. Enjoy. We'll see you tomorrow. All right.